This is the Heartland Daily Podcast. The other day, Donald Kendall, Deputy Director of the Socialism Research Center at the Heartland Institute, was a guest on the nationally syndicated Charlie Kirk Show. Charlie was shocked by the results of a new poll by the Heartland Institute and Rasmussen Reports, which we released in December, that showed one in five American likely voters who voted by mail in the 2020 election committed some form or another of voter fraud. This is an excellent discussion of the findings of Heartland's poll. Have a listen. Okay, uh, joining us now is Donald Kendall, Deputy Director of the Heartland Institute. Heartland Institute, of course, from Chicago, Illinois, the suburbs of Chicago, on this now viral survey. Coming clean, one in five admits the 2020 election fraud. fraud. Donald, thank you for joining the program. Tell us all about it. Uh, but yes, yeah, so this poll that we did, uh, we actually came up with this uh, colleague and I came up with this idea about a month ago. And we just, you know, we thought all the stories about potential voter fraud and all of that mail in balloting, the issues that are related to that. We, we just thought, you know, what if we just asked people, what if we just asked them whether or not they, they committed fraud? Obviously, we wouldn't use the word fraud, but we'll just ask them if they did a series of things that would, uh, uh, would, would be fraudulent when it comes to mail in balloting. And we thought maybe we'll get 3%, maybe we'll get 5% that would admit this, right? Because it's a poll. People, you know, you get called on the phone. You ask if you did one thing or another. Maybe you lie, something like that. So maybe we get 5% of people that are going to admit to this. And when we got the poll results back, we got the poll results back late on Friday, and we were just blown away. We could not have imagined this in our wildest dreams. Again, we were maybe maybe 5%. But when it came back and it was 1 in 5 that it averaged out to be about 20% of people admitting to fraud when it came to mail-in balloting, we couldn't believe it. So we were so excited to kind of release the results and see what the response would be. And uh, yeah, it has gone it has gone pretty viral. President Trump says, quote, the most important poll released in the last 20 years came out yesterday, stating that 20% of mail-in ballots in the 2020 election were rigged or defective. Well, that's not exactly what it was, but we'll go with it. That means that you're, that the election was a giant scam. You cannot have fair and honest election. As long as there are mail-in ballots, cheating will always be prevalent. France and many other countries have stopped the madness. The Republican Party must do something now. Now, I do want to hone in on this, Donald, which is that when you do have tens of millions of ballots unregulated, it does open the opportunity for people to push the boundaries and to do things that are untoward, fraudulent, or illegal, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I've heard some people, it's it's funny because you see the first rush of uh, of people covering this story and they, they just report the findings of, of the report uh, of the survey and say, wow, this is crazy, you know, 20%. And then you see the second wave of kind of the, the left response to it. And they're trying to dismiss it in a whole series of ways. And maybe it's not as nefarious as you might, as you might think, you know, oh, we've had mail-in balloting before and all of this, and it's never been an issue. And it's just like, I don't know where these people are coming from because the mail-in balloting that we'd had prior to COVID is radically different than the system that we had set up during the 2020 election, where basically everybody was sent a ballot and everybody can vote that way. So 
no doubt that was just a recipe for disaster. And I don't think anyone's ever asked these questions and found out that, yeah, uh, 20% of people admitting that, yeah, we didn't do this the way that you were supposed to. So that was the system that we that we opened ourselves up to. And, and of course, there was a lot of people uh, speculating about potential fraud. And I think this is one of the first polls that really highlight the, the reality of that situation. Well, and then just, just educate our audience. For example, if you fill out a ballot for another family member, and, and if they're not I believe the law is if they are not, let's just say, um, you know, pretty, uh, let's just say have dementia, it's illegal, correct? The only way you could do that is if you're a specific, uh, if you like fill out a form with the county that you can do it for a specific person. For example, if your grandmother has Alzheimer's or something, is that correct? Yeah, 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 exactly. And that was kind of another thing. It was just like, well, maybe these are just, uh, uh, maybe these are just a uh, wife and and uh, and their spouse just sitting down at the kitchen table and kind of filling it out together or something. Maybe, maybe uh, you know, the, the the husband is making dinner and his hands are dirty. It's just like it doesn't matter. That's all fraud, and it would not be the case if you actually had to go to a ballot box and vote uh, like how we've done for the history of this country. You can't just bring your wife or husband into the ballot box with you so regardless of how you want to like twist this in any way to make it not seem as nefarious it still boils down to fraud and the fact that is that these levels of fraud 20 percent and this is uh, i think that the numbers on this are 40 percent or so of people say that they voted via mail-in ballot during the 2020 election so 20 percent of that we're talking about tens of millions of votes uh, that were cast in an illegitimate way. Like that is enough to sway any election in any country. So it's it's really eye opening to see these results. Yeah. So the, but the other number that I think is really fascinating is like, OK, let's pre- first of all, this is self-reported. OK, that's what's so incredible. It's self-acknowledged is right. OK. So let yeah, let's say some of it. OK, my hands are you know full of marinara sauce. I don't think it's just, OK, whatever. Fine. Um, or, you know, we're, we're doing this collectively and you do that. Okay. That, that, that's not smoking gun stuff, but here, here's the one that I I think is important. 17% of mail-in voters said they cast a ballot in a state where they were no longer permanent residents. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now this one, let's put all this other aside. Now this is fraud. There is no gray area. There is no, you know, mom had her hands full with the kids what is this? 17% people said they submitted fraudulent mail-in ballots. That is illegal and traceable. Elaborate on that. Right. Yes. Yeah. And I won't name any names, but I know personally certain people that have done this, uh, maybe not in this past election, but, you know, they move and maybe they're not registered in the current state. So they think, oh, you know, the morality of this is fine. I'm just going to cast a ballot in the state that I used to live in. That's fraud. And the other thing, like, okay, so we had that one. We had the uh, somebody filled it out for you or you filled it out for somebody else. Uh, None of these are necessarily, uh, like, completely overlapping. So the real number of this could be much higher than 20%. uh, You know, just somebody committing one of these levels of fraud. And not only that, and as you kind of pointed out when you're uh, phrasing that question, this is people admitting to it. So surely you can imagine somebody that, uh, you know, he gets a, a call from Rasmussen asking them these questions and they're like, you know what, maybe I shouldn't admit to this. But can you imagine somebody that's just lying and saying that they did commit fraud? I think that's probably a lot lesser on, on, when you're uh, well, it goes to show it goes this. it goes to show they don't know it's illegal. 
That's what's amazing. I mean, otherwise. Exactly. Who, and that's how we phrase the questions. Yes. We, we just ask them, did you do this? You know, not saying that it's necessarily bad or fraudulent or anything. Just did you do this? We're just curious. <laughs> you know? yeah, so that, so, I think that's why people are a little more candid with their response. So 17 percent of mail-in voters said they cast a ballot in a state where they were no longer permanent residents. So these are people that left the state and they still have access or they're visiting the state casually. Like build out what that is exactly. I mean, you said you know someone maybe in Illinois that does this. What is this archetype? Somebody that recently moved their family and they're still getting ballots or they have two properties or a vacation home. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Any any one of those is definitely a case. I mean, even in some cases when you have just your mail forwarded from your past address and now it's coming to your uh, current residence. So, I mean, there's there's any any number of scenarios like that, but yeah, that I mean, you honed in on it. Uh, well, hold on, very so, that, 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 that's let's just I got to interrupt. Before we get to the rest of this podcast, I wanted to let you know about two fantastic live podcasts Heartland produces every week. We'd love for you to join us every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern, noon Central, live for our flagship in the Tank podcast. You can watch on the Stopping Socialism TV channel on YouTube where you can participate in the show in the chat with other fans and also ask questions that we'll address on the air and put up on the screen. And every Friday, also at 1 p.m. Eastern and noon Central Time, you can go to Heartland's main YouTube channel. Just search for the Heartland Institute on YouTube for Climate Change Roundtable. Heartland's climate team of Anthony Watts, Sterling Burnett, and Linnea Lucan cover the crazy climate news of the week, debunk mainstream media myths about the so-called climate crisis, dig into energy policy, and much more. The show also often features guests that include some of the leading climate scientists and energy policy experts anywhere in the world. There is no show like it anywhere. So become regular live viewers of both of these programs if you are interested in smart, lively, fun, and interactive conversations. We hope to see you there every Thursday and Friday afternoons at 1 p.m. Eastern and noon Central at the Stopping Socialism TV channel and the Heartland Institute channel on YouTube. Oh, yeah, we're also on Rumble. See you there. So let's pretend that you're in the Maricopa County assessor. You're trying to tell me there very there might be ballots that are postmarked that have a stamp of another state. Well, I mean, I, I'm not entirely sure about that. I'm just uh, it, it would just know, be an interesting I'm, I'm thing looking. to ask, right? It'd be like is somebody sending in a ballot from L.A.? <laughs> like, probably. Well, it, it's very curious because uh, I had just heard from a different colleague when we were talking about some of this when the poll results came in that the that the rejection rate of these mail-in ballots was like less than a half a percent or something like that. And I just wonder, like, how egregious must have those ballots been to have been rejected if, you know, all of these one in five were accepted? So I don't know what the, you know, what, what it kind of takes to have a ballot rejected, but it seems like it's a pretty high bar, if I had to guess, especially in certain counties, like you were saying. But we're told this is the most secure election in history. What does your data tell us? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that has been the narrative. In fact, if if you, especially after what happened with Trump and everything, uh, if you even question, if you even question the legitimacy of this election and you are uh, subject to being shadow banned or, or, you know, deplatformed or any number of things. Um, and, and this shows very clearly that this election should be looked at very critically, especially when we're doing this mass mail-in balloting, which has not been done before. And to just assume that it was all great and everyone played by the rules, I think it's just incredibly naive and just serves the uh, agenda of maybe the administration that that took office. So 
we've all been told that we shouldn't be looking under the under the uh you know under the hood of this election and i really think that this this poll was one of the first ones that really did just pop open that hood and see what's going on in that engine and clearly it's not good and in some states it's getting even worse right it's getting even worse with the proliferation of mail in ballots among all voters, male and person, 11% said a family member, friend, or co-worker, other acquaintance admitted to them they filled out a ballot on behalf of another person. So 11% of people know other people that are cheating. So this is just like a massive fraudulent exercise, isn't it? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I really wonder, uh, I, I think Trump mentioned this in one of his posts about this, that it's like, you know, the, the Republicans have to do something about it. And obviously, this kind of starts at the state level to kind of clean up your election rules when it comes to your state. We're out of the, the, the pandemic, right? The COVID uh, mass hysteria is over. Let's go back to voting how we normally do. Uh, that, I think that is the, the clear takeaway from this. Uh, Donald, stay right there. I want to talk to you after the break. By the way, it would be probably helpful for people to run PSAs saying, hey, if you're filling out a ballot, that is illegal and you might be prosecuted. Okay, what have we not covered here uh, that you think or do you think we've covered all the numbers here? Big takeaways. We only have a couple minutes. Your thoughts. Uh, yeah, no, I think we covered most of the the numbers. And of course, if you want to uh, see you know more information on it, you go to heartland.org. You'll find it right on the front of the page there. But I actually had a question for you on this, Charlie, because I was wondering about, especially considering just the outrageous numbers, do you think that this goes to, uh, this could potentially like exonerate Trump in any way on some of the charges that he's facing when it comes to like election fraud denial? Yeah, I mean, the the charges are not necessarily on, I mean, it's we have yet to see. I mean, I think this is big enough where this should create a mass movement to fix mail-in ballots once and for all. It's not going to. Uh, because what what they do is they create rationalization campaigns by saying that Donald Trump is Hitler. And if everyone gets, you know, it's my dirty little secret that I got sent in three ballots and I filled all three in, right? It's my dirty little secret that my grandmother, who is now blind or 95 years old, and she tells me to go vote for Trump and I fill out Biden, right? You know, something like that. And by the way, granny farming is not a term I like, but the New York Times used it. Okay, The New York Times had it as a f- term 10 years ago, which young activists would go to nursing homes or old people's homes and scoop up ballots and fraudulently um, forge the w- their will and their intent. So this is a major – but this would not be a problem if we had voting the way it used to be, and they don't want it to be that way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think it's almost like – you know, and you were joking about the idea of voter suppression of just warning people about. Oh, it's not uh, even a joke. The rules associated with it. Yeah, no, I mean, right. I know. No, well, I, but that that could you imagine? You know, politicians coming out now and saying, you know what, maybe this mail-in balloting thing, we don't need to do it anymore. Like that's going to rain down the same calls of so-called voter suppression. So I think the longer you wait, in fact, I think the worse that those calls will be. So. I mean, to kind of quote Trump, it's like now would be the time to do something about this. You can't wait any longer. If you want to reel in mail-in balloting, now is the time. Yeah, I guess my question would be, it'd be for a lawyer, do you think that this poll is evidence enough to start filing lawsuits to say that, hey, the, that the, the will of the people are being thwarted or that there's, I mean, if if you have one out of five ballots being fraudulently self-acknowledged, you know, self-admission that it's being fraudulently filled out. 
wouldn't that be mm-hmm. enough for some sort of a civil challenge? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. So. I, I'm not a lawyer either, but hey, you know what? Uh, throw something against the wall and see what sticks. And in fact, some of the responses I've seen from the left that are trying to like dismiss some of the things that were the, the, some of the findings in this poll, my gut reaction is like, then conduct a different poll. See if your poll is going to find a lower number than this, because I'll challenge, I'll challenge all of those people to see uh, if your results come back and it shows a much lower percentage. And then I wonder, what's a low enough percentage where this doesn't become an issue? Obviously, 20% is like headline-grabbing stuff, but are they content with 10%? Well, are they and content with 8%? Put all the other numbers aside. We have 17% of mail-in votes, according to you guys, where they don't even live where they're voting. Right. It's unbelievable no, so, stuff. I mean, like I you, said, you have people voting for governors that aren't their governor. I just want everyone to understand right. that. So let's 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 round down. OK, let's round down. So in Arizona, there's roughly about five million, six million ballots cast. Let's just, I think it's like four point six million. OK, so 70 percent of people vote by mail in Arizona. All right. Mm. So that's two point six million, two point seven million. I'm just approximating. Okay, so let's say it's 10%. That means 270,000 people vote and they don't even live in the state that could determine the future of the republic. That's according to your data. I'm rounding down. I'm rounding down, by the way, by seven points. Yeah, yeah. We were actually actually discussing in the office uh, yesterday the idea of doing some like analysis of all of the results that we come in and kind of extrapolating. Admittedly, it'd be a little bit of a kind of a back of the envelope sort of uh, extrapolating this data across the states and see what the real kind of election outcomes would be if all of these fraudulent mail-in ballots were discarded. And I, I, uh, my hypothesis is that the uh, that election map, the electoral uh, map, at the end of the day, would look very different of what the final one was on election day in 2020. Great, thank you so much, Donald. Great work, appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. Email us, freedom at charliekirk.com, and subscribe to our podcast. Uh, A pro-Hamas mob, by the way, has just shut down the 110 freeway in Los Angeles. It's just, these people are unbelievable. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Email us, as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Thanks so much for listening, and God bless.